Welcome to episode 11 of the Marketing Matters podcast. As usual, I'm here with David Wright. Good afternoon. And um, today we are going to talk about social media. Uh, And I guess in many people's minds, they think of social media as being where you go and look at pictures of cute cats, or in my case, cute dogs, because I don't think there is such a thing as a cute cat. But I know David's a cat person, so... uh, I don't think there's anything (laughs) like a cute cat either. But anyway, cute pets, let's put it that way. And and Love Island and and other um, sort of reality TV. And and I think historically, that's probably where it was. And certainly in the business-to-business market, a lot of our clients would say, oh, no, social media is not for us. but I think, uh, as we, we sort of alluded to a little bit in our uh, session on email marketing yesterday, uh, last time, I think there is definitely a role for social media in business to business. So what do you think's changed to, to sort of create this, uh, this opportunity within in social media in, in the sort of business to business markets? Well, I, th- I think there's a fundamental starting point. That is, what is the purpose of social media? And I think for most people social media is whether you like it or not is about wasting time and it's a way of using time just perhaps may i say somewhat inanely but i think there is another use of social media and that is that for let's be very grand here self-betterment that you can learn stuff that potentially can be useful for you and i think um it's it's that area where um business to business social media where companies can actually use social media to reinforce and build their brand and, and i think because i think there is another use and that is for keeping an eye on what's going on and there are a lot they, they and i think there's a term lurkers isn't there where people will just sort of keep an eye on social media um feeds and i think it is a way that people use to sort of keep an eye on what's going on in the world and i think that's sort of in the the business to business world i guess that's sort of what you're going to allude to around uh, well yes and i think if you want to have your finger on the pulse of what's happening in um, insert latest uh, reality TV program here uh, so that when you're next at the water cooler you can sound like you are engaged with the modern world then I think you can lurk there as well but but I think where we're coming from um, social media as a as a marketing tool it is a great way for a business to just have a presence out there uh, almost to be involved in the noise, but only amongst the people that you're you're kind of interested in your your target market, which which might be quite a a, a niche group, but that really doesn't matter. No, it, it doesn't matter because because ultimately, um, if that group is, as I say, watching your feeds and and looking at what you're going, then the messages that you you get out there, they will see them, and they will, and and actually, what you say on there will have an impact on uh, how they view you and view your skills within the market that they are uh, they're interested in. Uh, and from that perspective, I think social media can have a significant impact on the brand image that you are you are presenting yeah and and i think it's it's it can be reciprocal i think in the in the 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 consume world there's very much the idea of uh, that there are influencers who have an audience and so it's kind of one way that the audience just laps up what the influencers have to say whereas i think in in business to business it can be perhaps a bit more equitable because if you have um, a, a business that you either are engaged with or have a fit with, then then actually, um, whether you are in the in the 
the, the buying role or the selling role, there is a, a fit between between the two businesses. So um, that business is interested in learning what you have to say, but equally you're interested in learning what they have to say. So even if it's a, a non-verbal dialogue, there effectively can be a kind of dialogue going on, which is, as I say, more, more equitable than just a one-way feed of stuff from influencers to an audience. And, and I think you make a good point there about the, the sort of the dialogue, and it was it was going to bring me on nicely to another point I wanted to raise, because social media is often seen as quite personal and it's about a, a, a sort of a conversation between uh, individuals or organizations on Twitter or uh, use Twitter as an example or uh, a Twitter users so as an agency uh, and a third party working with a with a client how do you sort of reconcile that because it's very difficult for you to be the person of it and have those personal conversations with um, as an agency where it's so I mean do you need do we need to get the, the sort of the the actual do you, as a company, do you need to get involved yourself or can you just leave it to a third party, do you think? I, I think at one level you can leave it to a third party because what that third party, you know, what an agency can do is to, to put your company out there um, making tweets and posts and what have you. But you're really missing a trick if you do that because I think when you say, Duncan, that, um, that social media is a dialogue, I think it tends to be a dialogue about something. Somebody yeah. puts something out there yeah. and then people sometimes uh, start to start to uh, discuss it and so i think where an agency has a has a good role to play in social media for a, for a for a company is that they make sure that there is a regular flow and a regular feed of relevant content but but and, and that that creates a platform that the company um, staff from the company themselves the senior managers or whatever can can put additional perhaps more more specific content but it's it's a there is a framework for them to put that content so if they're only posting like, I don't know just off the top of my head once a month then one post a month is probably insufficient to uh, to sustain a, a social media presence but if there is a good load of content going on more regularly Regularly from a, an agency or other third parties and then that one post a month suddenly adds to that and, and can become a very effective addition to the overall feed. Yeah and I think as you say it become, becomes a, a, a partnership uh, and uh, a shout out to a guy called Tim Isles, a consultant we, uh, we work with. We're having a, a, a chat with him about how social media fits into the whole business development uh, process and he sort of we were talking about this sort of collaborative approach and he sort of said what well, so you mean as an agency you can create a spine uh, a social media spine that the person can then build on and I think that's quite a, a good sort of analogy another analogy I've heard is a sort of a platform it creates that sort of environment that you know stuff is happening as a, a, a an individual business and which you can just drop into and have those more personal conversations as and when it's appropriate, but when you're not having those, that that sort of the continued presence on on social media stays. And so, you're, if anyone looks at your your profile, they will see that continual uh, sort of development of your brand on social media. And I think, to be fair, that when when um, specific individuals from a company um, post on social media, it tends to be quite. Uh, um, company-centric stuff they're posting about things they are doing or something specific has happened with a, a customer or a contact um, whereas 
it's important when if you're using social media, particularly in business to business environments, to to see it as a way to position yourself in a marketplace. It's not just about you. It's about you and your marketplace. And so to show you're aware of what's going on in your market and and hopefully responding and reacting positively to what's going on in your market um, shows that you have a, um, an understanding of that market that uh, that other people might find useful. That's right. And uh, I mean, we've talked, we're talking a lot about this as sort of social media in general, but I think it's, it's worth just uh, uh, at this point to talk a little bit more about the specifics, because obviously there are a number of social media platforms out there. Uh, I mean, the big ones are obviously Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, maybe sort of YouTube. Um, so, it, and it's, it's important, I guess, to to think of them individually and not think, oh, I've got to be on it just because the social media platforms that I've got to be on it. Um, it's it's about thinking which ones actually add value to my marketing mix and what sort of stuff should I be putting on there rather than just saying I've got to post everything on all of them. I, I go further than that. I think the first thing you've got to think about is where am I going to find my audience to engage with them? Um, and and I think that so it's not just about it is to some extent about the the platforms where you feel more comfortable operating, but but actually as a marketing tool, it is there for you to communicate and hopefully engage with your audience. So if your audience aren't there, then uh, there's not much point in you being there either. So I think it is, and it's it's also much more valuable to pick one or two platforms and really use them rather than as you say Duncan try and be do a bit on everything um, yeah yeah and I, and I think I mean Facebook's quite a good example of that I mean we do we do do quite a lot of work with uh, with Facebook with our clients particularly where they're in more sort of consumery type markets but we don't really have a presence on on Facebook ourselves and that's an intentional thing because of the fact that because we are totally not a consumer business and people tend to um Look, use Facebook, even if they're owning businesses, they're doing it in a sort of a more personal uh, capacity. And actually, on that subject, the, the, you'll find a post on our, our, our website about the idea of which hat you're using when you're using social media and how that's important when you're thinking about your audience. Yeah, I, I, have, I have this idea that um, we, we, most of us, certainly people in business, tend to have two hats we wear. We have our home hat and our work hat. And, and I think I, I'm not a big uh, Facebook user, but when I'm wearing my home hat, I will use Facebook to communicate and engage with, with friends and family and uh, uh, perhaps people involved in, in hobbies that I'm interested in, um, where I really don't want to, uh, to, to cross over into my, when I'm wearing my work hat, which is when I'm looking to engage yeah. with, with yeah. clients and business contacts, um, there I'm more inclined to use yeah. LinkedIn. And I, and I think that's, I mean, we're digressing a little bit. And that's, a, if you want to look and think more about that, if you uh, look on our, our website, you will find a, a post uh, about this idea of home hat and work hat. Uh, so have a look at that and to get more detail. But the point I was making was the fact that, you know, for us, for our clients and some of our clients, Facebook is relevant. For us as a business, because we're focusing more people with their work hat on, it's not. So we don't have a big presence on, while well, we know about Facebook, we don't have a big presence on it. Whereas if you look at us on LinkedIn, which is much more sort of business to business oriented and focused on people with their work hat on, we will have a much more a bigger presence there. So it's about thinking about 
who your audience is and how you want to engage them and which sort of, is it their work or their home hat that you want to engage them with and, and using that to decide uh, which social medias you should you should be uh, looking at and don't and and also the message you put out on so different social medias might be different as well. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a quite a complex thing, and as I say, we discuss it in in more detail in in one of our blog posts. Um, but definitely something you need to consider when you're deciding what to use. And um, I think. We're going to sort of start to wrap it up here and and just and focus on and we always finish with uh, uh, some some tips. So, to, in terms of social media, when we um, when you're thinking about what are the top tips, so what would your first top tip be? My first top tip is go for quality rather than quantity. Your first top tip is always go for quality. Well, not I, th- quantity. I think it's. So I'm not important. arguing. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I, th- I think I think it is. And and in terms of social media, I would say unless you are really convinced as to why you should i would focus on no more than two or at most three different social media platforms to promote your business next time i'm going to start my with my top tip which is going to be quantity uh, quality over quantity and then you'll have to think of something else but lots of other ideas (laughs) well we're going to find them next time um my my one would be to really think about that everything you post on on social media has got to say something about your brand message. It's got to add something to what you're trying to communicate uh, out to the marketplace. So don't, and, and think very carefully about, you know, when, you, when you're looking to put a post in, what is this communicating to the market and why am I posting it and what message am I trying to communicate rather than just randomly posting stuff. Yeah, and, and I would add to that, I think, I mean, to some extent, it's refining what I was talking about when I say go for quality rather than quantity, um, that in terms of deciding which social media platforms to use, think first and foremost about where your audience are going to be and then um, and concentrate on, on the areas that, not the areas that people tell you you must be, but hopefully from talking to customers, talking to, to people in your, in your industry, um, find out where they operate and uh, use that as a pointer to decide which, which platform or platforms to, to target. And then the final one I would say is make sure that you're consistent across all your social media. So from um, sort of the, the actual names you're, you're using on social media to um, profile images, to header images, make sure that they're all consistent and all reflect your brand and reflect the brand that you've got on your website as well. So, if I can, if I can just add to that, you say to be consistent across all social media. I think we must stress you need to be consistent across all of your marketing. Indeed, you do. Yes. So we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, and as always, if you want to find out more uh, between our podcasts, you'll find our website bsamarketing.com. Blog on there with, as we've mentioned, lots of interesting articles. Uh, you'll find. Uh, previous episodes of the podcast on podcast.bsamarketing.com and you've, if you've enjoyed it please uh, leave us a positive review we always like to uh, to hear that um, and on twitter you'll find us at bsamarketing.com uh, and we're also on on linkedin so uh, engage with us there find us there and uh, until next time happy marketing enjoy the sunshine mm-hmm.